cannot produce evil circumstances however are so complicated thought is so deeply rooted and the conditions of happiness vary so vastly with individuals that a man's entire soul condition although it may be known to himself cannot be judged by another from the external aspect of his life alone a man may be honest in certain directions yet suffer privations a man may be dishonest in certain directions yet acquire wealth but the conclusion usually formed that the one man fails because of his particular honesty and that the other prospers because of his particular dishonesty is the result of a superficial judgment which assumes that the dishonest man is almost totally corrupt and the honest man almost entirely virtuous in the light of a deeper knowledge and the wider experience such judgment is found to be erroneous the dishonest man may have some admirable virtues which the other does not possess and the honest man obnoxious vices which are absent in the other the honest man reaps the good results of his honest thoughts and acts he also brings upon himself the sufferings which his vices produce the dishonest man likewise garners his own sufferings and happiness it is pleasing to human vanity to believe that one suffers because of one's virtue but not until the man has extirpated every sickly bitter and impure thought from his mind and washed every sinful stain from his soul can he be in a position to know and declare that his sufferings are the result of his good and not of his bad qualities and on the way to yet long before he has reached that supreme perfection he will have found working in his mind and life the great law which is absolutely just and which cannot therefore give good for evil evil for good possessed of such knowledge he will then know looking back upon his past ignorance and blindness that his life is and always was justly ordered and that all his past experiences good and bad were the equitable outworking of his evolving yet unevolved self